Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. For only $5 a month, premium members also get access to exclusive shows, freaking shot recipes, and our monthly happy hour on Discord. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the Binge Cast. If you love Corn Cop TV shows, it's time to tell Spectrum, no, they're saying Coffin Flop's not a show. It's just hours and hours of footage of real people falling out of coffins at funerals. There's no explanation, just body after body busting out of shit wooden hitting pavement. <laughs> They're saying it's impossible that that many dead bodies are falling out of coffins every day. And it's impossible that one out of every five of them are nude. I don't know what to tell you, bud. We're just shooting funerals and showing the ones where the bodies fly out. They're saying, no way. You must have rigged something. I didn't do fucking shit. (laughs) Shit. I've been waiting a long time for a hit on Corn Cop TV. I didn't fucking do this. What did you (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Binge Cast. Starts an innocent weekend night And it's motherfucking binge cast time We may act a little silly Cause we have some drinks and we sing along To the sounders that are made from the radio songs Can't wait for the pee break What did Law watch this week? I'm sure Alex has some TV Leave us a voicemail just to say hello It's time for the binge cast show We probably drink 40 beers or so and in the morning we're a real hot mess Waking up next to bottles of piss Can't wait to do it all again Watching movies out of four on tens We got so drunk it's like memento It's the Binge Cash Show Let's go Oh, thank you. Um, welcome to the Binge Cast. My name is Jim Law. I'm here with Moreno and Chad C. Yo, what up? Hey, what's going on? Now, these two motherfuckers are together live. Um, this is like the third time this has happened since the pandemic that I have to stay in Canada and everyone fucking goes and has like parties while we binge cast. Is it fun? Are you guys having a good time? Is it killing you? It's fucking... Yes, it's killing me. <laughs> I was picking that up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We're, uh, you know, all available. Things line up. We're just like, yeah, let's fucking do this. So, (sighs) no, that's good. It's good. Um, That, uh, I had another, we had a party last night at Jess's sister's, and the fucking, (laughs) I think you should leave argument came up again because no one, everyone hates it. Yeah, (laughs) yep. And me and her brother love it, so we are defending it a little bit, but god damn it, it's just so fucking hilarious. It's the best. Yeah, it's too good. <laughs> just, 
I watch. didn't do fucking do shit. I didn't fucking do shit. <laughs> we're just rewatching season two again yeah. right before we return to this. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bud. <laughs> ah, anyways, so, this is the free binge. Later will be the full binge. Tell you all about that in a minute. Um. Uh, no, actually, let's tell you about it now. If you want the full binge, you go to uh, patreon.com slash binge media, and you can sign up for five bucks a month, and you get all this extra shit, the free, the full binge, which tonight we're doing a TV and movie fall preview. Just huge, mm-hmm. huge stuff. Oh, yeah. And you get uh, all the extra shows, and you get a, uh, a monthly fucking happy hour like a hangout with all the other patrons and the staff at bingemedia.net now you had a happy hour last night we did yeah 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 we did it uh last night september 3rd friday mm-hmm. and um it was awesome we did a little mini fall tv movie uh preview or tournament okay uh so we had a an eight uh, a field of eight for tv and then we did 16 for film and we mm-hmm. all went around the horn and you know, like we do on the full binge with our tournaments. Right. Uh, very much like that. So, we yeah. Had a, we had 11 of us, so it was, the voting went pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Awesome. I know ties. Okay. Do, are we going to declare the winners? Can we do that here? Yeah, we yeah. can do that. All right. So, who won the movie? Hold on, hold on. Let's, oh, what, sorry, sorry. what do you think? What do you think won? The movie won? Yeah. Like, so, because do I don't think you're going to get it. That's the whole do thing. Do you want the list of films and TV? Yeah. All right. So, um, let's do. Let's do film first. So uh, there's uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. Cop Shop, the Carnahan-directed feature, mm-hmm. Halloween Kills, The French mm-hmm. Dispatch, Dune, I'm Dune, there was a lot of I'm Dune, the, uh, <laughs> there was a lot of that yesterday, uh, uh-huh. Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah. The Matrix Resurrections, mm-hmm. uh, West Side Story, uh-huh. No Time to Die, mm-hmm. The Last Duel, Many Saints uh-huh. of Newark. Yeah. The King's Man. Mm-hmm. Last Night in Soho. Mm-hmm. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Eternals and Malignant. All right. And how many people were voting? 11, you said? 11 of us, yep. So I'm just trying to think of uh, the familiar faces that would be around at the happy hour. Mm-hmm. We, had Dan, um, we had Dan, we had Adrian, Keen, Chad, mm-hmm. Michelle, Pete. Yeah. Jared right. D and Bill was on there as well. What? Mm-hmm. Bindi Bill. Holy fuck! All right, PJ. Yep, PJ showed up. PJ. Mm, all right, I'm gonna say, I want to say Spider Man just because, but I, I because Chad, you've already ruined it, and that's not who won. Uh, I'll say Last Night in Soho. All right. All right. All right. Who won? It was in the championship game. Oh, it lost? Yes. Two. Two. Dune. Ugh. Yep. Dune. Fuck. Yep, yep, yep. Now, who did you two vote for in that championship game? Oh, fuck. That was a tough one. That's a good call. I'd actually, I actually I think I went with Soho. I think I yeah. went with Dune. I think I might have been the deciding vote yeah, there. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, I think it was, it was six to five. I think Dune snaked it. Wow. Yep. All right, so the TV ones. What was the, what was in the TV? The TV was so like I said, we had eight, and it was Dexter: New Blood, <laughs> Why the Last Man, uh-huh. The Witcher season two, What We Do in the Shadows season three, uh-huh. Succession season three, 
Star Wars Visions, mm. Hawkeye, and Cobra Kai Season 4. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my. Oh, I got to go with uh, Succession. Did that win? Yep. Yeah, it won. Oh. Yep. Who, who did it be in the final? Why the Last Man. Nice. Yeah, people are pretty nice. hyped about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everybody seemed to be. Mm-hmm. No, nobody cares for Dexter. Nobody no. either watched it or doesn't care that it's coming back. <laughs> I, I, I literally put it on there just because it's like you know it's been years. This has a built-in fan base, and then it lost yeah. in the first round. <laughs> so you're saying like a lot of the people that were playing hadn't even watched it the first time around? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? oh my god, we're old. Like you know. we're officially old. I it's like a fucking. It. I watched. I don't know a few episodes. I never finished that first season. Right. Yeah. Right. But never went back to it. It's yeah. like if fucking, fucking uh, All in the Family got rebooted. Everyone's just like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we, we did forget the Book of Boba Fett on the TV tournament, but what can you, uh, yeah. what can you do? Yeah. Yeah, that was late December. Well, Keen called us out. So. Yeah, did, so what we're doing for our full tournament, and I'm sure you obviously you did it for this one too last night, is uh, we're going to the actual end of fall, which is December 21st. Mm. All right, so... Just so people know that we're a lot. A lot of these, uh, while I'm doing my research, they all stopped at the end of like November. Like that was it. Yeah. So whatever. A lot of that stuff's not announced usually until like two months before. The mm-hmm. days, so there's a lot of shit. A lot of TV shows, particularly that they don't have a date. Yeah. Like Mando is supposed to come back around Christmas, but that has no date. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think Stranger Things was supposed to come back around then. It has yeah. no date. So TBA. Yeah. All right. Well, tonight um, on the free binge, we're going to be doing some movies, some TV, and uh, the old classic Google Voice. Do we have any Googs? Oh, we got Googs. We Googs. definitely got Googs. Delicious. All right, let's do some Googs. We got some voicemails. Oh, buddy, we have some voicemails. You sound very excited. <laughs> oh, our excited. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. That's the number to call the binge cast to leave a voicemail. Yeah, batch. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. You fucking batch. Leave a question or a review. They'll play it on the show. Unless we're drunk, play farts over it. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Baba Dick. Seven zero eight four zero six nine five four six. Leave us a goog, and we'll answer them. All right, this first one comes to us from a. Let's see. Oh, looks like it's a bill of good times. Here we go. Oh. Oh wait, let's make sure this is all hooked up in here. BGT. Okay. All right. Come on, boys. Really good times here. Uh, Listen to the show. Chad D called in about uh, like powerful acting moments. And uh, this one might just be so powerful because I just rewatched it last night with my wife. But uh, Ted Lasso season one, uh, it's TV, obviously not movie. But um, when the female owner of the of the football club, uh, when her husband, her ex husband, comes to her office and tells her that he got his new chick pregnant, um, and you tell obviously that she had wanted to have a a baby and he had said no he didn't want one you know she kind of mentions it but um, he, he makes this line about how 
he didn't want to have one with her. He says it wasn't the right person. Um, but just her face as uh, she's clearly trying to not let him win. Um, but just the, the sadness in her face as her eyes start to, like, fill up with tears. And, uh, you know, she's he's laying the info on her. And it is just very, very powerful. I think she's a phenomenal actress anyway. But that scene... Uh, absolutely gut-wrenching because you can just see the pain in her eyes um, as a, as the camera just lingers on her face longer and longer, and, and it is just horrible. It just makes you feel so bad for her. But uh, anyway, that's mine. You may like it, you may not. I know Pete doesn't like the show because he's, you know, he's Pete, 4 on 10, MC. Wow. the new Garrett. Yes. He licked his sweat and just implemented. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We think that was just a funny bit, Law, where fucking yeah. Pete licked Garrett's back. Like, oh, that's a funny accident, right? No, uh, there right. was some real-world implications. It's like Venom. Yeah, exactly. The new Venom tra- I was literally about to say that. It's a new Venom. Woody Harrelson bites him the blood with a lick of the back. Oh. That's amazing. Um, th- I mean, that's that's a surprising answer. I mean, I watched Ted Lasso, and it's one of the easiest watches, honestly, I've ever had in my life. But I never, re- I never really think of powerful performances in that. And it's weird because they win every fucking acting award. She just won uh, some sort of award. I can't remember some sort of guild uh, for supporting actress. So I mean, she is good. It's just that I don't, not blown away by the performances on it. I'm just in love with the fucking whole experience and the story of it. It's just so fucking easy to watch. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's cool. That's a good answer. Are you like are you liking season 2, Law? I am. Yeah, I've seen a lot of discourse over like how much they are it's not as good as the first season, but I think I was telling him like everybody binged that first season. So it was just like they had that all back yeah. to back to back and now week to week they're just being impatient motherfuckers and right. yeah. about it. it's like it's the same show, guys. It's it's really not that different. But I think yeah. the season 2 is just as good as season 1, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. More on that in TV Roundup. Oh, Ooh. spoiler alert. Uh, Alright, there we go. Well, hey there, cocksuckers. It's your boy, The Duke. <laughs> and I just wanted to call in and say, John Cena Week was officially a success. That's right. Vacation Friends is greenlit. Or a sequel, honeymoon <laughs> friends. Let's go, suck about a dick. <laughs> hey, very excited about talk that. about a dick. No, okay, not suck about a dick. Did you see that vacation, friends? I haven't watched it. No, no, no one's seen it. <laughs> no. So I was telling him it's Hulu's most watched movie ever for the first weekend, and it's already greenlit for a sequel. That's why it's fucking insane. Holy fuck! <laughs> most watched ever for three day weekend. All right. Should we just blind watch it for a commentary? <laughs> Should we do that? I I'm totally down for that. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it with here. Pete. We can yeah. do it with Pete. Though. Yeah. I think we can scrap our full binge, and I'd do it fucking tonight for the full binge. <laughs> Fuck the fall movie preview. <laughs> Who cares? Who watches movies anyways? All right. Uh, Warren from Jersey called. Let's see what he had to say. Get ready for questions. What's up, Binge Cast? It is Warren from Jersey. I have a few reviews that I'd like to call in. I'll start with Netflix series Clickbait. Um, obviously, no spoilers, but uh, the premise is uh, a family man 
wife and kids, has a family, a sister, and a mother, and uh, they see a video showing up on YouTube that says he's holding a sign that says, I abuse women. If this video gets 5 million views, I die. And the series goes from there. Uh, really captivating. It didn't feel like gotcha writing. I was relatively impressed with the writing of of this series. Uh, it was just really engaging. And like I said, the story takes some, you know, some twisty turnies, but it's it, it felt correct, and I just really appreciated the ride it was on. Candyman, I'll also review. Uh, I got a quick bit of it to give it. I'll say an 8 on 10. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, Candyman, new Candyman. Nita Costa, I legitimately enjoyed this film overall. I would say the first two-thirds of it, holy shit, was I invested. I, I actually liked it a lot. I thought there was some silly stuff towards the end that kind of made it knock it down a couple points. Overall, though, I still really enjoyed the film, if I'm being honest. But th that's sort of made for me, and I'm a sucker for the original. So I'm going to give it a 7 on 10. Uh, the main reason I'm calling, I just got out of Shang-Chi. And if anybody knows from the binge crew or anything like that, this is a movie made for me. Um, I'm going to be honest. It felt fucking great to see some really good action in a fucking movie again, and especially a Marvel movie. This might be my favorite action since uh, my favorite Marvel movie is Winter Soldier. Uh, it's, it's fucking awesome. Um, I thought the motivations were solid. The story was good. Uh, I had a great time with it. I, I just, I'm talking minutes out. I have no idea what I would actually rate the movie right now, but it, it's, I really had a great time, if I'm honest. Uh, I don't know. We'll say a soft eight for now. But uh, I don't want to, like, give spoilers or nothing. So, all right. Bob a dick. All right. Nice. We're talking about um, that coming up in uh, What Did You Watch This Week? Oh, fucking spoiler alert. Um, Warren, too. He nails some shit, too. Like, uh, I just saw that clickbait pop up on Netflix tonight when we were searching for shit. I was like, oh, what's, I wonder what that's like. Warren will tell you. He'll fucking tell you tonight. And uh, I don't know anyone that's seen fucking Candyman. Warren will fucking tell you. He'll see that shit. I like that trailer. The trailer was good. Yeah. The Candyman trailer. It was, yeah. It's creepy as fuck. I mean, I didn't see any of the sequels, but that original no, one either. is pretty yeah. classic. And then um, AM, my AMG was like, oh, fucking Candyman 2021. And every time I hit a link, it was fucking Candyman 1996. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool, AMG. Not cool. <laughs> I'll, uh, I, I'll, I'll be watching that when I get back to KC, so we can maybe do that on Binge Views this next week. It's not been reviewed on the site yet, either. Yeah, so. all right. Wait. All right, let's see. Let's just get through all these. Sometimes we answer the other voicemails in the full binge, but... Well, we only got yeah. five today, so here we go. Warren called back. Oh. All right, Vince Cast. It's Warren from Jersey. I got two other ones that I I, I have to say I do not uh, recommend in the slightest. Uh, so we'll start with a film called Perfect Stranger. I want to say it's an early 2000s. I just remember that either, whatever we watched it on had the wrong date. It said it came out in, like, 2017, and it, it was clearly not a 2017 movie. Sam Neill is in it. And uh, he's essentially, like, meeting this girl at the bar. They hit it off, and he's sort of, like, gaslighting her into, like, they're going to have a night together, like a one-night stand, but he's actually kidnapping her because he's, like, madly in love with her. Uh, it is – it's bad. It's rough. Uh, don't see it. I, I, I'd say a 4 out of 10. I got to say, wife and I tapped out. Um, so I guess Ooh. probably I think the tap-out rule, like, divides. So maybe a 2 on 10. <laughs> um, and the other one I gotta say here, and I, I will follow up with a question. So sorry if you hate my questions. 
But uh, there's also a film called Mommy is a Murderer. Uh, this is brought to you by Lifetime Movies. We're familiar with the quality that is Lifetime Movies. Oh, yes. Um, uh, let, me, let me put it this way, guys. It's act- you're not supposed to know that Mommy of this young girl might be a murderer. Um, but the, the name of the, the name of the film is Mo- Mommy's a Murderer, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, but the thing that stood out to me the most is the third-party character that's not the mommy or the daughter. She is a shop owner for a kid. Like, it's called Juvenile Goods, okay? So it's stuff for kids. And uh, the worst actor in the movie by far is her husband, who I think in every scene has to mention that they should be already having kids. Um, it's awful, uh, and honestly, hilariously, the good thing for me is I was playing the Nintendo Switch for most of it because I, I just could not bear to watch it. But to make it into a question, I don't know if you guys suffer from this, but I suffer from significant other syndrome where my wife will be like, come on, watch this with me. And then, you know, you have to, you have to do it. Uh, so what is one of the worst things you guys have seen when your significant other has said, come on, baby, come watch this with me? All right, I, I don't really suffer that often, but this just happened last week. Oh, shit. Um, and I got to look for the name of it. Uh, oh, my God, here it is. <clears throat> She's searching for something to watch, and it's late at night, and I'm fucking ready for bed, and I'm like, you want to watch a movie? She's like, no, you want to watch this? Um, Cooking with Paris is a reality show on Netflix where Paris Hilton invites no. celebrities over to cook with her. Oh, God. And she defends it. Jess defends it because she's like, it's not supposed to be good. It's supposed to be stupid. It's supposed to be funny. And, like, you know, much like her old, what was her old show? Uh, uh, Cerebral Life. Simple Life. Simple Life. Simple Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's her in all these awkward situations that a billionaire shouldn't be in. Anyways, this is kind of what it's like. But it was fucking unbearable. I could not stand it. Later in the week, she said, you want to watch more Cooking with Paris? And I, <laughs> I just absolutely fucking said no. So I don't really suffer from that affliction, Warren. Do you guys, uh, did you did you ever suffer from that in your life? Um, I'm going to plead the fifth on this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that was... <laughs> Liz, not really. No. 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 Yeah. I, I think the only thing that she was like, all right, can we sit down and watch this? This is one of my favorite movies of all time. And that was, um, oh. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. No, why can't I remember it now? Dropped it. Dropped that gorgeous, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. And that's, that's fucking hilarious. So, like, it it wasn't bad. So, don't have that, that experience. I think, ironically, we do it to them all the time, right? All the time. All the fucking time. I'm like, we got to watch this. I got to watch it for the show. That's my favorite line. Like, yeah. I don't, who gives a fuck if I watch it? I'm like, I got to watch this for the show. I got to watch something. Yeah. And I'll make her watch, like, the stupidest fucking gangster fucking movie of all time. <laughs> and she'd be like, that was awful. Well, I don't know. I mean, Justin and Liz were both, like, by the end of White Lotus. Like, what the fuck yeah. was that? They're <laughs> so mad about it. Yeah, I know. so mad. So that could be one and, of those. Yeah, that is. Did, did you make Liz watch that? Uh, yeah. 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 I made Jess, too. I was like, yeah. we're watching this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're the, we're the people that do that, Warren. We're not, we don't have it done to us. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Lost one. There we go. 
Hey guys, uh, thanks for picking up some pump, pump, pumpkin spice latte movie ideas for me. Sorry for the stutter. Um, appreciate it, thought they were really fun, good stuff. Um, a question primarily for Pete, but really for all three of you guys. Um, thinking about theme parks, what movie has never had a ride that you'd kind of like to see? doesn't need to be Disney, doesn't even need to be Universal, it could be anything. So I'm just curious, if you could make a ride based on any movie, what would it be? Uh, I think... I'd like to go something newer. I, I think they could do a pretty good uh, Ready Player One ride. I think uh, using the Star Tours format might work out, work out really well for something like that. You could do the, the DeLorean raise. I don't know how you do the Shining in a Star Tours ride, but that would pretty, be pretty dope. So, all right, tell me what you think. Make it a maze. And, uh, see you all at the happy hour. I mean, yeah, I mean, a Ready Player One ride is just a bunch of other movie rides. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You just put a King Kong ride and a fucking Back to the Future ride, and you're just throwing it all together. How big is uh, that fucking Ready Player One ride if all those other rides are in, the, in that ride? It's huge. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I always think about, like, what's a ride that you would love to go on in, without even thinking about a movie, but I'll put them both together. I've always wanted, like, an underwater ride. So I think, like, maybe something like a uh, uh, an abyss ride or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Where you can go deep down in the water yeah, yeah. and have these like fucking special effects with water and shit mm-hmm. like that. I've always wanted like a to go on a roller coaster that goes underwater and shit. I don't know if that exists, but it would be pretty fucking cool. Like where you're getting wet or you're like in a tube, no, like a tube. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But you can, but you're just underwater. That uh-huh. would be fucking so cool. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What are, what are some other movies? What are some know, other rides? The first rides? thing I thought of was um, I would love to ha- be on a theme park ride based on Henry Hill going to sell the guns that he got from the <laughs> Colombians. <laughs> because I don't know if you've ever been in the backseat when somebody's fucking on a run of coke and they're just being chased by phantom helicopters yeah, helicopters chasing you it's gonna be a, like all in and out like it's gonna be a fucking it's gonna be a bumpy I like it it's gonna be a bumpy ride yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a bumpy ride if you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh fuck what about a Lord of the Rings ride that'd be fucking cool right you fucking fly on the giant birds you can go to Mordor that, you can yeah, fight you a can giant spider mm-hmm. yeah be fucking fun I'm- well, even the Hobbit. I mean, they do. Don't they jump Dragon? in the logs? They jump yeah. in the logs like down the river and shit. That could be cool. Mm. I mean, what yeah. about it? Though? I think the Shining going to the hotel would be pretty cool. Oh, like a haunted house ride? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that would be mm. fucking room, dope. You see, fucking just getting a blowjob from fucking dude. <laughs> Family friendly ride? Really? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You see the fucking naked chick coming out of the bathtub. You end up in the bar with Lloyd swinging an axe at you. You're running away from him. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. What about an uh, Raiders like an Indiana Jones ride? Is there any Indiana Jones rides anywhere? <laughs> With the minecart fucking scene I, from there was seems some pretty easy. Of, there was some type of three D uh, something that I remember at Disney World, but it, like the ball kind of like rolls at you. But I don't think there's it's an actual ride. Hmm. Um, oh. But yeah, that yeah, but the the minecart. Yeah, you're right, Rena. Like, why is that not a ride? You're That's fucking a- on the minecarts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or yeah. even at like a Goonies when they're on the water slide. Yeah, like that. Goonies could work too. Be fucking amazing. Look at all these answers we have tonight. (laughs) We're fucking on top of our game, Alex King. Hmm. That's right. Fuck you, King. Thanks for showing up at the happy hour yesterday. (laughs) So mad mad at me for calling Marvel (laughs) Five. All right.
right. Um, how about a little uh, Teeves? Should we do some Teeves? Oh, yeah, that's it. Let's do some Teeves. All right, let's do it. Fucking ten years old, and I still fucking almost spit my whole drink out. <laughs> um, I want to go back to Keen's question. What if there's like a memento themed escape room? That's some fucking. That's oh, some fucking shit. Shit. That would be Everything's fucking backwards and shit. That would be fucking great, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that's Maybe fucking amazing. Inception right. would be cool. a lot of Nolan shit. Could be cool. Tenet. No, I'm sorry. Oh, that, wow. that would be a side-scrolling. Platformer <laughs> video uh, ride though. Well, I, I don't know about those. I'd have to ask Kupka. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, All right, let's see. Television. What do you got? <laughs> two. I'll start with Ted Lasso because actually Chad and I just kind of covered it already. Uh, so you know how I feel about it. Um, absolutely loving the season. Um, it's just like I said. Rarely have ever had this easy of a watch. Every single episode, uh, it pulls at your heartstrings. It makes you feel fucking great. Uh, there's good moments. It's just a fucking feel great. It's not a feel good show. It's a feel great show, and it is that every single time I watch it, and I fucking love it. I love this show, and uh, I am always, always going to be a fan of it. That's great. Bruno, I thought you were going to do this. No. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things, like, I, I don't know, it, it, whatever, fucking uh, just moved in, like, the TV wasn't all set up, but, like, I you know, I like watching shit with my wife, and she, you know, like, that's that's dinner time for us, is just walk, getting caught up on shows and shit, so, like... We're, She's we're gonna love this show so yeah, much. She is so going too. to be the biggest fan ever. Yeah, she doesn't, um, I mean, she, she likes Sudeikis, she's not, like, you know, that's yeah, yeah. her dude or whatever, but, uh... Yeah, there should be pretty easy entry point. Sudeikis. Yeah. I like him. He's cool. Um, Chad, do you have any other thoughts on... Uh... Yeah, I've, I've missed Friday's episodes. So I'm but right. seven episodes deep now, so I've seen six. But yeah, man, I it's it's just a great cast of characters. Like, I, 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 my fa- I think my favorite character is uh, his assistant coach, the fucking dude. He's just so... 
Yeah, yeah. Um, the, score, the movie they make movie references constantly. Like, just his name is like Brendan something in real life, but like the Scorsese references and shit. Just like the subtle stuff in it. I think it's fantastic. I, I love this show, man. I I have no complaints. Um, I don't know why people are freaking out about this season not being as good. I think it's just as good. Um, yeah, I, yeah, nothing. It's it's great. It's like you said, feel great show. To, yeah, thirty minutes every week. You're just like, all right, I'm gonna enjoy this. So. Easiest watch of all time. Mm-hmm. It seriously is. Like yep. you can just any time of the day, you just throw it on and it's fucking and you're into it. I'm not saying it's like you're on your phone while this shit's on. No. Like you're into this uh-huh. fucking show and then it's over and you're like, oh okay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Great show. Um, and then the only other thing I'm really watching of consequence is what if and what if had a pretty fucking deep episode this past week with uh, focusing on Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Pete had asked me last week if this was like canon. All this shit was canon, and I was I didn't understand how it possibly could be. But <laughs> immediately after I said that, Marvel announced that the whole show's canon. So I was completely wrong in saying that. I don't see how this I don't see how this ties into any of the MCU, but and I don't understand why they're saying that because uh P, was it PC from Philly? Someone fucking con- Oh no, it was um God, I feel bad. I have to fucking tell you who it was for sure. Um but they were like, yeah, they just announced this is canon and everything. And I was like, I don't know, I don't see how this ties in unless once the multiverse opens up, they maybe show a shot of like Captain Carter or something. Just like a, a slight reference to one of the episodes of What If. I don't see any of this one because none of these four episodes, these storylines aren't connected. You know what I'm saying? Like they're singular shows. So how do how does a Four episodes, four different. Oh boy, we just lost Law. Hold on, stand tight. Oh, I think he's back. Oh, what happened? I don't know. Jesus Christ! You're back though. Alright, I'm just saying. I, I don't understand how four different multiverses, if the episodes aren't connected to each other, how do they tie that into? a string of movies that it's all supposed to tie into. Like, which multiverse are you going to pick from the episodes? I don't know. It's very confusing. I don't know how it's going to happen or whatever, but I'm fine with it. If they're, mm-hmm. they're going to play it, they're going to give us references in upcoming movies, whatever. Um, obviously, this Doctor Strange ones make you think maybe this does tie in because the Doctor Strange movie has multiverse in the, in the, in the title. He's going to be in the new Spider-Man movie. Um, there's characters from his stories... Uh, his movies in the new Shang-Chi movie. So he seems to be spreading himself uh, around the MCU. So I don't know. Um, but this episode was pretty pretty deep. He wonders... Uh, he tries to figure out a way to make his girlfriend uh, not die. And he goes through all these different... Like, all these different what-ifs, basically, in one episode. And uh, it's it's pre- it was pretty dark. I mean, the second it ended, I looked at TJ, I was like... Like, that was pretty dark. That was a dark episode. Everyone thought the episode where all the Avengers died was dark. This was even fucking deeper and darker than that one. So, I fucking... I really liked it. It's gotta be the the fact that they're, like, implementing the multiverse into all the movies, too, that they're making this canon, right? I mean, it's... With Doctor Strange coming out, Multiverse of Madness, plus yeah. Spider-Man, all that shit. Yeah, they're... I mean, but like I said, all these, these four episodes don't connect to each other. Mm-hmm. So, so which one are you choosing? Yeah, like, are we going to go to all these different multiverses and reference all of them? Like, I don't know how they're going to do it. Hmm. I, I watched the first episode of uh, What If, and I didn't watch anything after it, but... I, I oh, you haven't watched it at all? Okay. No, I, I, yeah, I watched, I watched the, the, uh, 
Agent Carter one, the, the first one. And yeah, I, I the first one. Anything after, so. yeah. It was uh, it was Jason Howington, by the way, that immediately texted oh, me after he listened yeah. to last week's show. Yeah, and he was just like, "Yeah, this shit's all connected." And I'm like, uh, "How?" I didn't like. I just didn't. I didn't get it. <laughs> but whatever. I'm still enjoying the show. So be it. That's it. That's all I'm watching. All right. Uh, didn't get to uh, this week's Res Dogs, which I think was okay. the fourth episode. Uh, did start a new one. Apple original series. Oh, uh, feel safe to bring it up on this podcast right now. <laughs> what? Pete, Why? Because Pete's not here. Uh, <laughs> the Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Jay Gordy Lev's. Oh, right. Okay. Created series. Mister Corman mm-hmm. plays a, I think a fifth grade te- or fourth grade teacher, just kind of in a rut. Was a musician that hasn't played music in about a year, and he's just kind of like in a in a funk and right. can't snap out of it. And all this homies try to like help him. He tries getting on dating sites to just kind of you know get things going, mm-hmm. uh, but his his uh, confidence is not all the way there. We watched two episodes the other day. Mm-hmm. It's decent. Uh, I wouldn't say it's great. Uh, yeah. No idea where it's going. I'm guessing at some point he gets his mojo back through music, and that's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, it's it's okay. It's okay. Just there's nothing really that stands out about it for me. So yeah, it seems, it's right. dealing with his anxiety a lot. Like he's just very anxious all the time. He just they, what the future holds, and yeah. I don't know. As a person that anxiety as well, it's like, ah, uh, where's this going? Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is, should I be what? Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good though. I mean, it's it's well done uh, for sure. <laughs> There's a really good visual representation of his anxiety, and it's a fucking meteor that's following mm-hmm. him throughout his day as he's like freaking out. He calls off work. Mm-hmm. He's trying yeah. to get to a therapist. And, I'll, and just in the in the sky, you see a fucking meteor just getting closer and closer and closer to Earth. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's having a panic attack the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know where it's going either, but uh, I'll, I'm going to definitely finish the rest of the season at least and see. June, his girl, Juno Temple, is about to show up, I believe. Yeah, yeah, she's in... Um, yeah, she's in a... Next she episode. Yeah. Comes up the next episode, so... Yeah. Well, Big Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Juno Temple. She's huge. Yeah, is she in just every fucking Apple yeah. original <laughs> so. property right now? I think so, yeah. Wasn't uh, Palmer Apple also? Yep. What the Apple fuck movie. is going on? Oh, JC. my God. Oh, don't watch that, though. She was so ugly in that fucking thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> that fucking ruined me. I brought that up earlier. I'm like, I think she's ugly. I think she's ugly, now. I don't think she's aged well. You remember Law saying that. I'm like, oh, shit. Just, he was talking about the movie, though. Oh, brutal. She's so brutal in that movie. All right. Uh, All right. What else we got? What else do we got? Um, I don't know. I don't have anything for TV. Man. I don't. I don't think I have anything else. No. I was just watching Res Dogs, but didn't get to that. We did watch. Week. I think you should leave season two again. We already mentioned. Yeah. The characters. <laughs> we watched that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So What's yeah, the rundown about? on the characters. All right, Law. Have you have you seen the characters on Netflix? No. It's like five years old, but it's how Tim Robinson got. I think you should leave. So yeah. it is. Uh, each, it's like six episodes. Each episode is uh, a comedian. There's an improv episode, so it's like twenty minutes. But the, uh, Keegan Michael Key and Akiva Schaefer from the Lowly Island watched this originally, and it's a thirty minute of Tim Robinson just doing. It's an additional. I think you should leave episode. So they yeah. watched that. They rallied Netflix to give them the show, and so oh, yeah, okay. it's just basically an extended episode of I think you should leave. But 
Yeah, I've watched it like twenty times. I was like, Alex, you've not seen this, so we watched it the other night. But yeah. it's fucking fantastic. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty it, awesome. It, if you like, right. I think you should leave. You're gonna like this episode too. I've not actually watched. I think Lauren Lapkus has an episode. Uh, it's just a couple different stand-up comedians and stuff that have uh, each episode, but it's really good. The characters on Netflix. So. All right, there you go. Yeah, it's good. Shit. Nice. Other than that, yeah, I have nothing for TV, man. I'm, I'm way behind. I've been moving, and uh, I've, I'm caught up on Big Brother and the ch- I, the challenge. I missed the last two episodes, so yeah, I'm not caught up on either actually at the moment because um, I've been off work. But I will be. Uh, yeah, I would I would have liked to have a nice challenge conversation right now. Let Moreno leave the room, uh, <laughs> but we can't. we haven't even fucking watched it. God damn it! <laughs> We're behind. We're behind. What are your thoughts on this season of Big Brother, though? Are you liking it? No, I, it's very boring. There's no uh, charismatic people whatsoever. Um, yeah, just I, one, I, one alliance dominating I, the whole time. Those seasons yeah. are never that good. Yeah, and there's just you know, there's just no arguments, and there's no, there needs to be drama in the house, and there's none. Everyone's fucking way too nice. Yep. It, it's hit or miss with the show. Either you get all the people that want to be famous, which is annoying as fuck, mm-hmm. or all the people that are just floaters by heart, and they're just super super nice to everybody, and that's annoying. You need. I hate to say it, but you need like the fucking uh, the 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 Rachels and the and the shit like that. Like villains. You need villains in the show. Yeah. This show has no villains. No. Nope. It's pretty cut and dry. Pay my numbers. Yeah. yeah. It's not great. Last season's fucking sucked too, though. It's it's been a couple of rough seasons in a row for Big Brother now. So, got to mix. It. I was watching a. I was watching a fucking a YouTube clip of the the most uh, shocking things that ever happened on uh, live TV or or reality TV, whatever the fuck. But it showed like season two when that dude fucking threatened to kill the girl with a knife. Mm-hmm. That was a good season. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Will. Yeah. Yeah. That was OG Doctor Wilson. Yeah, season yeah, that was yeah. Doctor Will. Oh fuck! Like none of that shit happens anymore. Everyone's just too fucking too safe. It's boring. It's too PC now. Everything. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, all right, that's our reality TV right now. Sorry. <laughs> Are you saying you don't have any interest in 9-11, one day in America, and reliving that over t- fucking 15 mm. one-hour episodes? To new There's ministers. 15? Uh, who's I, I, doing I, that? There, there might be 15. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's six right now, and that seems like a lot. Yeah, that seems like a lot is right. <laughs> mm. That's an hour. That's an hour documentary, I feel like. It's All been right. 20 years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do we really need to rehash it at this point? We're just going to watch the same shit over and over again? Yeah. Same stories? Yeah. Oh. Shit. Yeah. I've never before seen footage of this guy falling out of the building. All right. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> we fucking got it. I mean, come on. <laughs> <sighs> the, uh, I was going <laughs> <laughs> to make a really, really insensitive joke. All right. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. What else? For TV, I've got nothing, man. No. I don't think I have anything either. Nope. Nope. TV's rough when I'm not working. I'm telling you. I don't I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think TV's just rough right now. It's a good it's... thing we're going to cover it in the fall TV preview. Maybe there's some shows coming. Actually. Well, yeah. That's, like, that's our... Our hopes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopes yeah, and dreams coming up. Yeah. It's been a great year anyway for TV, I don't think. I feel like it's been some okay shows, but White Lotus and some other stuff that stood out, but overall it's mm-hmm. just kind of me. Me. Ready for some right. session. 
Well, do you want to do a little uh, CinemaCon wrap-up? I think we should do that. Yeah, let's do that right before moves. That'll lead us right into the moves. So Chad C. Uh, has been... You know, he goes to CinemaCon uh, almost every year. He's called in from CinemaCon before. Uh, but now we have him live, and we're going to get some live updates of what the fuck happened at uh, CinemaCon. Chad C., what, what's going on over there? So, yeah, CinemaCon is the uh, the coming together National Association of Theater Owners. It is where each studio shows up and they present uh, their upcoming slate to get theater owners excited. So this is what's coming uh, to your theaters to make you lots of money. Um, this is uh, obviously a weird year. We're in a pandemic. It's usually in April every year. It was in August this year uh, and about half the size that it normally is. Usually about 4,500 to 5,000 people there. This year is a barely over 2,000. So you can feel the uh, the difference in attendance uh, mm-hmm. for sure. But, yeah, man, uh, it, was, it was different in a way, too, because they just presented, like, the next six months uh, because there's another one in April. So, I mean, it was really just this fall and then, like, early next year that they oh, okay. brought the stuff for. Um, I'm going to start with the lowlights first. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. Because uh, yes. I know you guys mentioned it a little bit last week. The We talked about it on the happy hour last night. Chad D would not leave me. He's just, like, badgering me the whole time. Like, what? Tell me this. We're, like, We're talking about it on the show tomorrow. Just wait. Um, the Matrix Resurrection. <laughs> He's like, that's why I paid five bucks a month so I can hear it earlier. And I'm like, I'm, but I'm hearing it. The fuck? Correct. So Matrix Resurrections, they debuted a little bit of footage in the trailer for it. And... Not impressed. I don't know, man. It, it seems really weird. So, like, the trailer opens with uh, Garrett, I guess. Like, the Garrett post in the Facebook group or something about it, I think, is what they were saying on the Discord happy hour last night. That he posted, like, this description of what the footage was. We talked about this on the show. We didn't yeah. know if it was real or not. Correct. So, Mr. Anderson, he's at a coffee shop. He's out of the Matrix. He doesn't understand who he is or remember being Neo. Runs into Trinity. And, uh, yeah, there's, like, a lot of on-the-nose shit, so he opens his bathroom mirror at one point, and a bunch of blue pills are falling out of it. And then, uh, what I, what I talked about last night, it doesn't make a lot of sense, because Yahya Abdul-Mateen, um, you know, he's an Aquaman, Candyman, he's, he's, he's up-and-coming, fucking Watchman. Yeah. He, he's dressed exactly like Morpheus. He's got the glasses, exactly, and he's offering the red pill. So I'm like, why is Lawrence Fishburne not here... A lot of it just fell really flat. It seemed like we're redoing Matrix again. It, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the sequels I didn't think were good in general. Uh, Reload mm-hmm. is kind of fun. There's some fun action scenes, but it's not a good movie. I would never defend it. But I don't. It just didn't. It didn't hit at all. It landed really flat in general with the audience. Most people were kind of like, okay. <laughs> so that is definitely probably the biggest low light that I can think of from the convention. So, so what Garrett described in his. And his post was real. Yeah, yeah, that is that is real. Yeah, um, I didn't read. <laughs> why, his would post, he, so, yeah. why would he be out of the matrix? I don't understand that at all. No idea. So, man. Uh, here's what I think: because when he talks to the architect in the mm-hmm. second film and Reloaded, that Neo, it's like the seventh time that he's done that. That's what the architect is telling him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, you, uh-huh. you, you're picking things up faster than the other six, or whatever." Uh, okay. So it, he's gone through the same thing multiple times. So at least I, mean, I don't know if they wrote that in just to give themselves an like a sequel out or or, okay. or just a reboot out or whatever. But I think technically it kind of fits in the universe if you look hmm. at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. And 
not ironically, but infamously, Spider-Man debuted their uh, trailer too, and that came out the next day and is the most watched fucking trailer ever, and Matrix has not put their trailer out. Now, is it because it was so shit? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I don't know, because it didn't, it didn't, yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't talk to anybody last week that was like, oh my god, did you guys see that fucking Matrix footage? It was amazing. Everyone's <laughs> like, did you see that? We're like, yeah, what the fuck was that? I don't, yeah, it was rough, man. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, Sony debuted Spider-Man, and then, of course, fucking most watched trailer in history. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 it took my. I was cautiously optimistic for Matrix. I, I love. I mean, obviously, the original Matrix is fucking. I think it's like a top ten sci-fi movie ever. It's fucking brilliant, and it fucking mm-hmm. called a lot of shit <laughs> that ended up happening too. Um, yeah, I'm not excited for Matrix Resurrection, uh, Resurrections at all. Uh, now after seeing that footage, so um, honestly, there wasn't a lot of lowlights of the week. Uh, Paramount. The one. The running joke all week is that. Paramount had like a three-hour uh, time slot, and so anytime a studio has that long of a time slot, they're screening something normally. Right. And so everyone's like, "It's Top Gun Maverick. It's got to be Top Gun Maverick." They're screaming, "There's a screen in Top Gun Maverick." So that was like the whole thing going into it. They showed the first 13 minutes of Top Gun Maverick, um, and then they were like, "All right, and now here's Clifford the Big Red Dog in its entirety." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, half the Coliseum just gets up and they fucking leave. (laughs) Yeah. It's not even dated. That movie's not even dated. They took it off the release schedule, but they're like, here you go. Here's this movie. I watched 20 minutes of it and left. Yeah, it's not not my thing. I'm not uh, that core audience, so. Well, how was the first uh, whatever minutes of Top (laughs) Gun? It was good. It it, it opens exactly like the original. The same exact score. You're getting the callbacks and everything from... OG Top Gun. Um, I like Top Gun fun. I'm not like a diehard Top Gun fan, but you know, I, I, it, it's going to be. I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm excited for the sequel at least. They they did show uh, a lot of Mission Impossible Seven footage. I was telling Alex about this earlier. Ooh. It shows. Uh, so apparently, Tom Cruise decided to skydive like 800 times or something to get, <laughs> get it down, okay. and he jumped mm-hmm. this motorcycle off of, of a cliff. Like in uh, the in Sweden, like thirteen times, just to, like to get the right sure. Thing. So they sure. showed that footage over and over and over, and it's pretty impressive shit. And like that alone gets you hyped for the movie. So I think they could just show that as a trailer, and it's like, all right, let's watch this fucking movie. Um, that was fun. Other than that, though, there wasn't a lot of lowlights. Um, they did show a little bit of like Jurassic World Dominion footage, and I'm kind of excited for that now because I was not excited. For, uh, the last Jurassic World movie, actually, the the last two Jurassic World movies have been shit. But seeing uh-huh. Sam Neill and Goldblum and Pratt and all them together, and it's kind of like in a winter setting for the dinosaurs too, mm. which is kind of cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. There was something about it that got me a little little pumped for it. Um, uh, there is a movie coming. Oh, so it's a sinister. The Scott Derrickson directed uh, Ethan Hawke and Robert Cargill. Uh, they're back for a new horror movie called The Black Phone. Um, that's coming out in January. It looks real creepy. Ethan Hawke is playing this like child abductor who is uh, in this really creepy like hobo clown, like Depression era clown that's like abducting kids. And so he abducts this kid, and he's in his basement, and the only thing in this basement is this black phone. So he, he's getting a phone call on the black phone, and he answers it, and it's all the victims of this child abductor, like, telling him uh, how to escape, essentially. Uh-huh. And so it's a Joe Hill story, Stephen King's son. He originally wrote this uh, story that it's based on. 
It looks fucking creepy as fuck, though, man. Like it, I know Alex was saying earlier, Sinister is one of the more scary movies he's seen in the, in the recent years. But yeah, I think, yeah, those modern horror movies. Yeah, this is this is up there. It looks it looks really weird and creepy, and uh, it got me pretty pumped for it. Um, nice. Showed a little bit of the Batman footage. Of course, I'm already really excited for that. It looks very dark. Matt Reeves doing this whole Batman story. And then my favorite, this is my number one highlight of the the con, was uh, the Northman footage. Whoa. So this is uh, Robert Eggers, who did The Witch and The Lighthouse a few years ago, which is like one of my favorite movies of the last like five years. Uh, it is like a Viking epic that he's doing. Alexander Skarsgård's in it, Willem Dafoe, Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, she's all over the place, dude, Jesus. Oh my God, she's just blowing up into everything. She's in the new Nosferatu remake with Robert Eggers. He's doing as well. She's in Furiosa. There's so many movies she's in. Um, this footage was fu- he did like cut a ten eight to ten minute like reel of it. It just looks bonkers. Uh, very epic in scale for like a focus features movie, but really weird. And Willem Dafoe was saying it's even more weird than The Lighthouse, which I can get behind because it's fucking right up my alley. That was my favorite of the the of the, the con. What, I don't know. Did you guys see anything else? Probably, I mean, I know you talked about uh, Unbearable Can't, Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, right, right. The Nick Cage, yeah, that, uh, that, the Lionsgate presentation. That footage hit pretty well. Pedro Pascal. Um I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff. It's it's just hard because it's like the next like six months of shit. So it's not even next summer stuff. But I don't know. I thought overall the convention was pretty. Uh, it did a good job of like getting everybody amped up for the product because you know outside of the shit that keeps being pushed back. You know all this stuff that's backlogged for the last mm. year and a half. Venom and all that. I think going into the fall, there's a lot of good shit, and then uh, early next year there should be some uh, some good product for us to review on the benchcast and in uh, theaters. So. Yeah, I, I um, you kind of blew by the Batman stuff. Did you see any, any new Batman stuff that no one's seen? Not really. They so they showed the the trailer they debuted last year with probably like I don't know, it's just like another minute of stuff. Um, right, it's mainly like a lot of behind the scenes stuff with Matt Reeves talking about what he got the inspiration from Batman Year One. This is the mm-hmm. second year of Batman being Batman, so he's very right. young detective. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited for that movie. So, all right. Yeah, Dune. Of course, there's a lot of Dune, Dune. footage they showed. Uh, oh, Dune. We'll talk about that. I'm sure in the fall movie preview in the full binge. But you had a whole like segment there where Pete was peeling his pants off, like <laughs> Top Gun, Mission Impossible, and then you kind of blew by it. So I don't know if Pete finished. You want to let him finish? Or I mean, he got pretty close with Matt Reeves. You know, that's that Cloverfield connection. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> No, I, I think I think this this year's cinema. Con- oh, we did watch Ghostbusters Afterlife. That screened in its entirety. Wow, what do you mean? That's I, that's not a big deal. What do you I, want? I, Let, I tell it, me about it. I left it out. I left it out. I don't want to spoil too much about it. I had no expectations going in. I'm a huge OG Ghostbusters fan. '84, right. I love it. Watched it growing up all the time. Didn't have any expectations for this going in, and I really really enjoyed uh, the movie for what it was. Um, I think original fans will really, really like this. 2016, uh, it just kind of glosses completely over that. This is more of like a, uh, you know, comparing it to Stranger Things, I guess, because of, uh, what's his fucking name in it? God damn it. Mikey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, he's he's, he's in it. But, uh, of course, there's that aspect. But it's more, uh, Paul Rudd's fantastic in the movie. I'll say he's fucking amazing. Um there's a lot of callbacks, of course, to the OG. 
Um, but yeah, Jason Reitman came out. This, so of the talent that was there, there was like very few talent there this year, which is the every movie usually the whole cast comes out. Jason and Ivan Reitman actually came out on stage to introduce it, so that was cool. Um, and he said, "I made this for my dad, but I also made it for my kids." Uh, yeah, man, I, I think I think fans of Ghostbusters will really really appreciate what this movie has to offer. So I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, do you feel that way because? of how you felt about the last movie. No, I didn't hate the last movie, and I don't think you hated it either. No, 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 no. Are you just rating it on a curve because of that? Like, no, no. I don't, I don't, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think this, this is a good standalone for what it is. Like, I, you can skip over the 2016 altogether and whatever. Like, that, that's... It just wasn't a Ghostbusters movie to me. It's just, whatever, female comedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, this is more... I don't know. It, it has the sci-fi elements. There's like a, a ghost called the Muncher. He's very similar to fucking uh, mm. the uh, yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very close to Slimer from the OG. Mm-hmm. His, his name's the Muncher. So there's there's just different things like that. But a lot of East, so many Easter eggs though for like original Ghostbusters fans. Yeah, it's good. I, I really enjoyed Ghostbusters. But, but this isn't. This is in the timeline of the original Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. Like, this ties directly yes. into those first two movies. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What it is. So, I don't want to get too spoilery with it, but yeah, there's there's so many fucking callbacks. I don't want to say who's in it, who's not in it from the original mm-hmm. cast, mm-hmm. but of course, you know, there's there's people. There's there's that has greatly been spoiled by yeah. toys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nothing yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that's not already known. So right. That, right. I think that just got moved into Top Gun's uh, release date. So it's the week of week before Thanksgiving that comes out. I think it's a perfect like Thanksgiving type title, even though Halloween. I think you, you put in October so stacked this year doesn't make sense to release it then. But. I- this is a question I, I often ask on binge views. Um, Chad C and I do a show called Binge Views. Sometimes Marno does when I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> are my kids going to love this fucking movie? I think, dude, I think they will. I think they'll fucking love it, man. Yeah. They love Ghostbusters. They love Stranger Things. Yes, I, th- I think they will be diehards then. I think they'll fucking love this dude. I, I, can't, I can't see them not. If they don't, then fucking drive to KC and have them punch me in the throat. Is it kid heavy? Is it... Is it... Is it too much kids at some point? Did you no. say that to yourself at all? No, no, I was worried about that because same. You and I have the same opinion. Kids can fucking ruin a movie, but the two in this movie are great. Uh, I can't think of the kid's name for fucking Stranger Things. My, we know, God, I can't think. It's of fucking like Wolfhard or some yeah, shit. Finn, 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 Finn. Yeah. And then the girl, the girl is from that Chris Evans movie, Gifted. Um, Matt, uh, uh, Matt, I can't think of her name, but she's really good. She's really the main star of this movie, not even Finn. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly just her. But there's a there's another kid in the movie called Podcast. He does a uh, <laughs> yeah. He does he does podcasts on paranormal shit, and he's he's nice. actually really funny. And yeah, I I, I I had like I said, no expectations going into this movie, and it was really fun and uh, had a good time. So did the audience? fucking buy into it like did you get that feeling yeah yeah everybody yeah. It, gave, it got a fucking everyone's clapping uh <sighs> didn't get like a uh con film festival 10 minute standing ovation but yeah everybody's clapping everybody stayed the whole time and watched it it was a good way to kick off the week because it was the first night sony came out and they actually skipped cinema con in 2019 so them coming out here this year they're very much like we're theatrical exclusive Here's fucking Ghostbusters in its entirety. Everybody lost their mind. So, yeah. Just fucking, I'm just, I'm, excuse me, I'm just updating my fucking list for fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think if you take the family to this around Thanksgiving, you guys are going to have a great time. I, I would be shocked if you guys don't enjoy it. So, 
that's where I'm at. But yeah, that's a nice, quick CinemaCon wrap up. It was a, it was a good year. It was a weird year, very strange. But I think April they're gonna blow it out and bring all the cat. If whatever a fucking normal year is, if it's we're back to normal at some point. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought you were under embargo for Ghostbusters. I am. I am. But I didn't review it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm saying, Law. I'm like, fuck. I was going to ask that, but I'm like, well, obviously he's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really a review. It's just fine. We're good. Yeah. Okay, it's should good. I scratch that from the fucking the blurb on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Am I putting this in? I don't know well, what's going on. I, I see that in the description, Alex has my full name, so just change that and we're good. <laughs> you just reviewed Ghostbusters Afterlife. I, I don't want to break it to you, but you did. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bench cast. It's Jad- Shang Chi. It's Jad Z. Our very first review of Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> Ted Lasso, season two. Headline. <laughs> Is that a no? No go, Chad. Don't do that. Just change my name. We're good. All right. <laughs> well, we're gonna get in trouble. We'll just blame you. Nah, you're fine. <laughs> All right, you're fuck. Fine. They're gonna find out you're the plug. Son, oh, like fuck! This is amazing. Wow. Like you passed over that, like it was no big deal. It's the fucking biggest news for me. Oh. All right, fine. Let's change this to CQ. Ah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Holy if, shit! If you don't want me to uh, review shows anymore, just keep my. No, we good. <laughs> I, I was. I'm with Reynolds though. Like, if you're under embargo and we can't talk about this, we can't promote it. So I don't know what to do here. Just throw it in the description. CinemaCon yeah. wrap up. You didn't even have to say ghost. Yeah, just, just say CinemaCon wrap up. Wrap up. Yeah. Uh, but I want it's to. Fine. I want to, though. <laughs> 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 All right, fuck. That was great. Fucking awesome. Chat C. Um, remember Chet C called one time from Cinecon and he was like in a fucking hotel room with Helen Hunt or some shit? Was, was that Helen Hunt? It was Jodie Foster. Yeah. Jodie Foster, right? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was for Hotel Artemis. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys. Like, what's up? Hey. <laughs> fucking weird. That's weird. That's <laughs> weird. All right. That was fantastic. Thank you, Chetsy. I'm going to fucking yeah, put Ghostbusters right as the main picture in the podcast. <laughs> and fucking great. All right. All right. Let's do some fucking moves and get out of here. I'm going to take a pee. All righty. Hey, you know, uh, pee break? You want to do pee break? Pee pee break. Let's do a fucking pee break first. Alright. Alright. I'm back from peas. Just a little, what did we watch this week? Hold on, I I walked out to go pee. Yeah. TJ's like, he's like fucking totally slumped in his chair. He's playing like some fucking, I don't know, Call of Duty fucking something. And I was like, fucking dude just uh, reviewed Ghostbusters Afterlife on the show and he, like, he's perked up he's just like what? Awesome. <laughs> and I was pissed and I was like he wasn't supposed to but he did <laughs> and, and I, I am guaranteeing at some point tomorrow morning I'm gonna get the fucking text from one of you two fucking cocksuckers that says yo leave the Ghostbusters shit out of the article I know that's gonna happen it's not gonna be me I don't care let's blow this whole fucking thing up all I said hey you didn't say my full name in the article don't say my full name we're fucking fine I think alright What do we want to do an update before the actual what did you watch I've got oh that. the auction I got yelled at last night on the, uh, uh, right. on let's the, do it no, yeah. let's do it I did get yelled God at last night they're like are you gonna call in an update I'm like no well Pete lost the movie we talked about 
He hasn't picked yes. a new one yet. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. He, I, we think it might be Halloween Kills, but he never confirmed officially. It's bullshit. I complained pre-show about this. There has to be a fucking time limit. Pete can't just fucking survey the fucking movie atmosphere of everything. He needs to pick a fucking movie now. I agree. Exactly. I agree. Hold on, let's make this official. Yeah. Hey, well, all right, sir. Here we go there. What are they going to give for? I have a $600 down here now, 10 and now, 25 and now. Damn, it's a 2021 Binge Media Movie Auction. Woohoo! Only on Binge Media. Fucking, Brennan's like straight fucking character out of Woody Woodpecker in that fucking thing. (laughs) 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 Holy fuck. Um, All right, right, so Pete's still whooping your guys' ass, guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Got it. But also, he's got four of his five, which his fifth hasn't come out yet. So, with A Quiet Place Part 2, F9, Jungle Cruise, and The Suicide Squad. He yeah. is uh, in first with 488.9 million currently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, we can't be too far behind. Long. His, his, fifth, <laughs> his fifth is to be. Can you hear me on the drink? Oh, no, it's right here. Never mind. I'm fucking idiot. Um, yeah, so he's, he's in first pretty handily right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Second place is this guy named Jim Law. Uh, oh. With only one movie of his five, though, and he's, uh, he's only 300 million behind Pete, but. He's got some. He's got some big boys. So he's only had Black Widow released and has made 181.9 million to date. Uh, of course, your next movie is Venom in October. In No yeah. Time to Die, which I got confirmation that No Time to Die is officially going forward in October. So tickets go on sale in a few weeks. That's coming out. You're good there. So I think uh, regard you got Eternals and uh, Black uh, and Spider Man in December. So. Oh, do you mean the Spider-Man that had the most watched trailer of all time? That's Spider-Man? That's the Spider-Man. Oh, okay. That's that one. That's that one. So, yeah, I think uh, you're in pretty good shape, Law. Only $300 million behind. Pete's got to pick another movie, and his is are pretty much done at this point. Alex. All right. <laughs> Alex, listen, there's some. There's a spark, a little bright spot for you. Alex is pulling up the rear right now. $139.5 million with his movies. Forever Purge, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Snake Eyes. All three of those are done with their theatrical runs. Uh, okay. You've got The Matrix in December, though we just oh, heard about. It's going to be a... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, <laughs> which we just heard about? Great. But, hey, here we go. Shang-Chi. That's Alex's movie. We just, oh, shit. We just went and supported it today. Paid for the He's going to pass me. I think you did as well. Uh, did that. And uh, that's on pace to break the Labor Day weekend this weekend. Uh, Four-day weekend, like 80 to 85 million, possibly. Yep. So Alex yep. did 139.5 million. So... Uh, uh, with only increasing with Shang Chi. That's so. right. I, but I do need a global cataclysmic event <laughs> to affect one, two, 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 at least fourteen other movies aside from Shang Chi. So how drunk? It's going to be very specific. How drunk were you when you picked Forever Purge? We've already fucking talked guys. about this. <laughs> Fucking go over it again, god damn it. And set myself up for my own beating? I don't think so. Well, that's where we're sitting. We gotta get Pete's official fifth movie. If it's Halloween Kills, I feel like he's gotta like let me know this week. I'll text you guys and be like, alright, done. Halloween Kills, set in stone. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Alright, that's where we're at. So as of September the fourth, we're at today. There you go. There you go. We got three more months of this competition. I think it can it's gonna be ever changing. We'll see what happens. Boom. So. 
There we go. There's your update, right. you cocksuckers. I'll move it. Nice. nice. All right. Uh, moves. All right. The some moves. Let's, you know what? Let's do that. Don't come in. I'll only run and hide. What did you watch this week? What did you watch this week? What did you watch this week? The fuck did you watch this week? What you watch? What you watch this week? I've been really trying, baby. Trying to walk this here movie for so long. Whoa, Fargo. And if you drink. Like I drink, baby. Come on. Oh, come on. Tell me what you want. Talking about bullshit. What the fuck you want? Jim Long with Lemon. That's gonna go down the fuck. What the fuck you want? Brando. I love you. What the fuck you want? Dynamite drop in, Monty. <laughs> oh, fucking sportscast drops. Uh, hey, do you guys remember when Chad C fully reviewed Ghostbusters Afterlife? No. I no. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to answer that. No. I don't know. I don't even know what side I'm supposed to be playing on right now. <laughs> am I the heel or am I the face, bro? <laughs> um, d- real quick, we got in a uh, little documentary called Count Me In. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's about drummers. Right. It's, um, I don't know, the, the the little preview that it gave on Netflix as you're scrolling through shit and it decides to autoplay stuff, even though if you don't want it to. Mm. Um, had Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters, of course, mm-hmm. on it, talking about drumming and whatnot. We're like, all right, let's fucking throw this on. Threw it on. Pretty... I don't, I don't know if you learn anything new mm, no. from from the documentary it's pretty paint by the numbers. Oh. Uh, it's just a collection of interviews, all talking heads, all these famous drummers, and that's just it's, about drumming. It's, it's just, just about just drumming. drumming. Yeah, just uh, just drumming and drumming uh, inspirations for people who they looked up to, what they like about it, and uh, yeah, to kind of cover eras of drumming, seventies, eighties, like the yeah. Drum so we got a lot of Neil Peart. John Bonham fucking references in this film. A lot of, lot of John Bonham. No, 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 no. Yeah, he's kind of. No, yeah. They don't no. even mention him, though. No. What? No, I don't even think so. No. Canada is getting shit on all the time. <laughs> yeah, John Bonham. He I has can't a, think of any of the other Canadian. He, no, I can't either. No. Canadians yeah. at all in this John Bonham's <laughs> whole 20 to 30 minutes. Fuck second, drummers. Hey, sure. You put a singer in there to say how great drumming is. I think it was no, not, not, Hawkins was fucking Alanis Morissette's drummer. He didn't even mention that? Mm-mm. I think Fuck! One, I, think one, I think at one point one of the drummers got on there and they're just like, fuck Canada, and they walked off, and then it was like, oh, shit, no, new person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, call him in. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was fine. I, yeah, and. I don't. Yeah, I I was hoping it was going to be a little bit more dynamic, Mm -hmm. maybe some better stories. But it was it. it, It's a lot of like, um, a a lot of yeah, drumming is being in front of like the crowd is blah blah blah, and then a lot of. But really, when you get into a tinka tinka tin tinka tinka, and then you're all just like and then you're just like it's a lot of drumming, fucking. 
noise. Pete's, yeah. Pete's peeling his pants off again right now. He's, he's fucking. No, I'm sure he hates it. He's talking about music. I mean, he doesn't even like music. I don't think. He, he, he's the one who says, "Like, I hate fucking when people come up to me in between sets and talk about drums." He's like, "I, he's, I just play what I play." What the fuck, leave me alone. There, there fucking Pete. At one point during the documentary, Alex is like, "I think there's, we should we should make a super cut of all of the drummers like doing like this shit." And then at the end of the documentary, they, they do literally that, yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so show all like, so just skip to the end. Yeah, just skip to the they're end. Just all doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd probably give like a six. On I, 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 I give it a six. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, they got Chad Smith from the Chili yeah. Peppers, and like I said, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, Lenny, Kra- remember Lenny Kravitz, drummer, the female, the big fro yeah. in the yeah. in the "Are You Gonna Go My Way" video. She was in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see who else. Uh, ugh. there's a well, Alice Glass, her drummer. Was yeah, on there. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Couple mm-hmm. others. There, there's one. At one point, uh, the, the was the dude from uh, Jane's Jane's Addiction. Yeah, Stephen Perkins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was on there. <laughs> they, they have like all. At one point, there's like a four person drum circle, so they're like doing their solos, and they kick to the next, and so like that's like the end of the movie. They just do this big. Like, uh, really? Finish, yeah. 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 Is that cool or? It's fine. <laughs> Uh, it's, no. it's, it's, I think this, this is just a fine drum documentary. I'm not a drummer, but hey, it's, it's all right. It's all right. All right. I on ten. Fuck. No Tommy yeah. Lee in there. Like he's not. No. In no, no. They actually have the um, the replacement for Tommy Lee. Mm, yeah. This uh, female, female drummer. She was like 19, and they called her just to for to fill in for a gig, and she wound up spending like six months on the road with them or something like that. So. Oh shit. It's kind of a cool story as far as that goes, but. Uh yeah yeah just kind of um, milk toast by the numbers documentary six on ten six on ten fucking Pete hates this movie <laughs> what else oh oh um untold oh my crimes and punishment or is it crime and punishment crimes and penalties crimes and penalties yes. a story of the Danbury Connecticut Trashers a UHL minor league hockey team. Yeah. 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 Part of the untold story or untold series by Bill Simmons, right? Yeah. Yeah, He has something to do with it. uh, He's producing that or no? No, he's doing the. uh, Oh, he's doing the Woodstock. He's doing the Woodstock. What is that? Right. The the Woodstock 30 for 30 thing. Uh, It's a music. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. We we reviewed an untold a couple weeks ago. The Malice at the Palace was an untold. Yep, yep, yep. And I remember watching that, and I was like, oh. And we actually, Pete went through the schedule and, and named all these upcoming untolds, and we were kind of like, ugh, all right, no. Um, and I was not excited, basically, because I thought the Malice of the Palace was just okay. Like, it's there was nothing untold in there. Like, I, I kind of knew everything that happened yeah. in that whole thing. The untold um, part of it was PJ talking about how he knew the dude who got fucking, <laughs> knew the dude who knew the dude who got laid out. Untold version of the fucking untold show. Yeah. Uh, so I had no interest in all these other untolds. But you texted me early in the week and said, oh, "There's a whole bunch of uh, whole bunch of untolds on Netflix. Like they just came out or whatever." And I was like, "All right, so I'll I'll watch this crime crimes and penalties ones, I guess." And uh, holy fuck, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I texted you while watching this. I was about half an hour into it. I said, this is the fucking greatest thing ever. And it just kept getting better for me. Yeah, yeah. great story. 
I was 50 minutes into it, and I was like, I thought this had to be the peak. I actually checked the time. I'm like, it can't get better than this, can it? And it just kept getting better. This is fucking unbelievable. So this is the minor um, minor league hockey team called uh, the Danbury Thrashers. and Treasures. Treasures, sorry. Um, and it is uh, bought by a fucking mob boss who basically just wants to give it to his kid to run. Now, his... <laughs> there's so much shit in here. This is all untold for me. This is this is the true meaning of untold. I had no idea about any of this. Specifically that this is the guy that The Sopranos was fucking based on, which is one of the fucking greatest fucking revelations of this whole thing. Now, who knows if it really was, but... He has a son named fucking AJ. That's weird. Um, he's he got owns this a son- waste management company. <laughs> he owns a waste management company. He's got a signed fucking po- photo from the cast of The Sopranos. Gandolfini signed it to the to f- from the, the 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 really the the real Tony Soprano. I mean, yeah, yeah. to the real Tony. I mean, fuck, uh, unbelievable shit. Anyways, so this guy has a kid, AJ. He loves this kid. He's everything to him, and this kid's it, he is. The atypical white trash fucking kid that you've all known or you were growing up <laughs> in North America. Like he, I'm telling you, that's most, who you were. You knew this kid. Most yeah. He loved most punchable. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, he he loves fucking wrestling. <laughs> he like he loves all this shit. Um, and, and he's just like here. I'm gonna buy. He's 17 years old. He buys this hockey, this minor league hockey team, and lets his son run this team at 17 years old. Now, this is after we see, like, he has a birthday party where his dad brings The Rock, Triple H, (laughs) China. They're all at his birthday party. They just show up and fucking hang out with them. So, you know, either you or somebody you knew all wished for this kid's childhood. I'm telling you right now. He just got anything he wanted because his dad was a giant mob boss and fucking just spoiled him to death. Um, And it's not like... You see a lot of these uh, movies or these situations where a mob boss wants his son to be a certain way, and if he's not, he fucking disowns him or he hates him. This mob boss guy is just like, I'm going to give this guy everything. I don't care what he likes. He wanted to play football, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, he didn't want to play football. He wanted to play hockey. That's fine. So not only am I going to bring the biggest stars of the WWF to his fucking birthday party, I'm going to buy him a hockey team and let him run that hockey team. This is fucking mind-blowing. I was fucking blown away by this fucking documentary. This is one of my favorite fucking things of the year. I'm telling you right now. And just seeing... It's one of those documentaries where scene to scene just unraveling more and more of the story. More and more characters. Filling out the background of stuff. Um, It's it's really... like The the setup for him (coughs) buying the team... For the yeah. for AJ and then AJ going all right now I got to build the team yeah is straight out of major league it's fucking amazing oh, yeah. you, you know you're getting your fucking center <laughs> right yeah. fucking brother <laughs> you get fucking yeah you get, barely even touch on though he doesn't get mentioned outside of the, the he's never yeah. seen no. at all that's it that's he's it. probably like don't fucking mention me no. this. I don't want to be part of it you get fucking one-eyed George George St. Pierre Burge George St. Pierre dude that is so brutal that fucking hockey stick going up under his body oh, 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 oh. 
But he's hilarious every time you interview me. He tell me to uh, shoot a puck, shoot a puck. <laughs> the, the whitest black dude ever who uh, will fucking punch you right in your teeth. Yep. The Nigerian nightmare. Yeah. The Nigerian the nightmare. The two brothers are just like ragging on each other on camera all the time. Like, shut the fuck up. The two brothers. The two. Uh, him signing the two brothers is just literally because of slap shot. In, in the yeah. <laughs> He's. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know this guy. Sometime during your life, you either are or know this guy. Because when he hears, oh, we could sign these two brothers. Of course, the first thing he thinks yeah. about is slap shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what he wants. He wants fucking people that would just fight. He wants the foil on the knuckles. Um, the the major league fucking reference is amazing because the pieces how he pulls it. You know, he gets his old fucking coach from yeah. uh, when he yep. played hockey before he got injured. He gets all these fucking uh, these bruisers and these guys. The one dude Forster was like in prison for fucking seven years. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. He fought like thirty yards. At the same time, I know. it's fucking dude, incredible. I think the biggest cocksucker of the whole thing was the fucking equipment manager guy with his cigar. The whole that guy's awesome. He's just like he didn't know what he's doing going up. Yeah, that was his old coach. Pool. Yeah, minnow in a shark pool. <laughs> yeah, he's being a dick the whole time. <laughs> I dropped my kids off at my dad's. I went and did a bunch of shit today, and then when I went and picked them up, I walked straight downstairs and I shut off whatever the fuck they were watching. I said, "Give me the remote." I shut it off. I put this fucking on the thing and I said watch this as soon as we leave like you need to fucking watch this right now he's going to fucking love this oh, yeah. fucking documentary oh, yeah. totally. oh my god this is incredible I love the whole thing where um, I, I, I forget what happened but Jimmy who's the, the, the mob boss mm-hmm. I think his name is Jimmy um, was arguing with the ref and the ref yeah. said something. He's like, oh, fuck off. Go, Go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then the equipment manager's like, and then Jimmy punched him right in the fucking mouth. <laughs> and it's it was so, beautiful. It's so dramatic, too. Because after he says that, he's like, they, they, I don't know who they went to, but they're like, you don't tell Jimmy to yeah. go fucking himself. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But I always tell him, like, I don't think that, like, up until that point, like, Jimmy just, uh, I don't know, something about him, like, his persona, how he looks, he just doesn't look intimidating at all. No, oh, no yeah. he's kind of like this skinny dude's like, man, yeah. the son looks more yeah. intimidating because he's like this unpredictable, like, white boy or whatever uh, the fuck he is. Like, I, and, yeah. and just the presentation of, like, how it's set up in the beginning of the film where, like, you get to know AJ and then, like, how he thinks about, like, the business and then how he matures in the business, and then how he goes on to do whatever he does, is like an arc in itself. Right. But the way they present him at the beginning of the film, you're just like, oh, this kid's a fucking douchebag. Oh, absolutely. This kid is the worst. And he is, by the end of it, too. You you get to know more about, like, how he operates and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's got that, like, fucking late 90s Eminem look. With the oh, fucking God. black short hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant um, T-shirt with a giant white t, a, a bigger white T-shirt underneath it, going down to his knees. What? It's it, just a <laughs> just a fucking tool. Literally brought back all the memories of like just the biggest douchebags from the early two thousands. Like, oh fuck this guy. Yeah, 
Oh, fuck. But, oh, my God, was I loving every second of this thing. Like, from beginning to end. I'm telling you, man. I just threw it on because you get you had mentioned it. Like, I was yeah. just I just wanted to be part of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was fucking enthralled from beginning to end. This is this is an unbelievable story that this even existed. Yes. I, lo- I mention this all the time. I love shit that exists in my lifetime that I have no idea about. And is this entertaining? And, and this is exactly that. And this isn't 80s. This isn't about the 70s. This is the fucking right. early 2000s. Yeah, like 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's fucking nuts. I, lo- I love This is too. fucking great. I love, too, that he liked that, that meetup they have at the end with, like, the section 102. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All these awesome. fucking people were, like, saying such bullshit. And I just let him listen to, like, to believe it because of whatever. But, yeah. like, he's got his own little fucking thing with them having their own opinion of what the team was. And he's like, nah, that's not what it was. But you can fucking have your own world. There's <laughs> even twists and turns because you got the fucking, uh, the guy that runs the league. Like oh, he, yeah, the commissioner? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Think, Jesus. First section of the movie, you're like, this guy is what brought him down. Nope, this guy nope. loved the shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he loved them. Yeah, he is the definition of little man syndrome, that fucking commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a little guy. It's like, I'm going to fuck you up. He's like, yeah, and then I... Oh, fuck, we lost Law. Oh, oh Jesus, Law. Oh, oh he's, back. Back. He's, back. He's, he's back. He's back. He's back. What the fuck? I don't know. I what think we were talking man? about the little guy. He's weird. Some, something going on. Um, yeah, but the little, little guy guessing. was like, uh, yeah, and then I went out there, and they're, uh, section 102, they're all screaming, go home, you bald fuck, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then they wind up inviting him over to section 102. Like, there's a whole arc there, too, man. It's awesome, man. It's like every aspect of this film is just fucking great, man. And it's like, it, 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 it like reinforce like how much i love talking about documentaries on this show yes for like stuff that again like happens in your lifetime they have no fucking idea about fucking perfect this is this is my one of my favorite things of the year this will be on my list at the end of the year i guarantee it this was a fucking blast so much better than the like this makes me want to watch the other untolds like i don't know if the if they're this good or whatever i mean i think jess had put on the caitlin jenner one for a bit that one didn't fucking yeah. do anything for me but the, the, the other ones that i don't know about i i want to check out now you know what i mean yeah the christy mack one might be pretty pretty good maybe, okay. maybe a little depressing but uh yeah she's uh that old school great boxer who just like oh fucking i remember that's right. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right because this this was fucking this is awesome. This is fucking awesome. highly rewatchable. Oh, absolutely! I mean, so quotable too, man. I mean, like, oh, all these God. guys are just fucking characters. The the dude who um, gets his fucking uh, his leg snapped, yeah. the enforcer. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I'm sitting. He's like, I'm sitting in the hospital bed, and the equipment manager, whatever his name is, Tony, mm-hmm. probably. Uh, <laughs> Tony came in and handed me a piece of paper. And it's it's just the the guy that broke his leg on the other team. It's his home address. That's the Jesus Christ, man. Chad D, man. Fucking the enforcer. Yeah. This is this is phenomenal. I cannot recommend this enough. It is great, entertaining from beginning to end. You think you hate the people that you end up loving, and you fucking it's just unbelievable. Absolutely, it's good. Absolutely, it's good time. Awesome, man. Uh, Ratings. 
Oh, let's rate that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine on ten. This is a nine on ten. I think, yeah, I think so as well. I'm going nine. Fucking sweep it up. Oh, oh shit, that is a fucking but, sweep it up. Know. There we go. Big sweep. Big sweep. Bruno, do you think Pete hates this fucking show? <laughs> it's wrestling. It's hockey. It's like wrestling. Pete it's hockey. It's I think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it's, well, who else did we bring oh it's uh jgl jgl was in this one <laughs> it's like the anti-pete podcast yeah. the whole time we did we brought he up tom cruise but he, we mentioned it for like pete, that amount of time you know just a little bit amount of time he also hates <laughs> ghostbusters <laughs> he's, not, he's got an exclusive in his ear holes let's talk everything that pete hates. <laughs> I don't know. I think Pete might enjoy this a little bit. Come on, Pete. Try it. Give it a yeah, go. Stop being a hater, Pete. Sportscast should do a commentary on this. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. This was uh, <sighs> fucking just a great time, man. Great time. Holy fuck. All right. Uh, what are the movies? I don't think anything other than Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Let's get into it then. Oh, Chi. Well, it was uh, Chad's second time watching it. He rewatched it in a theater mm-hmm. with a comic oh. folk. We watched. Chad, it. was it was it better second time or no? Uh, as we were leaving, I said I feel the same way I feel oh, the first okay. time. So we watched it at right. CinemaCon last week um, as well. And so yeah, Alex made me go watch it this week. Uh, yep, mm-hmm. I'm like you're gonna see this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck you are. Yeah. What do you, um, uh, you start, Law. You start. You're the Marvel guy on this podcast. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, it, it's been a while since we've got, like, an origin story uh-huh. of a Marvel character, right? We, we had Black Widow earlier this year, but that's that's old news. She's, I mean, she's fucking dead. It didn't mean anything to me. I mean, it was entertaining in its own right, but fine. I, I, this, I was waiting for a new start. And yeah, it's too start. late, Black Widow. Should have been 2016, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have... The, here's the new phase. This is the official start of the new phase because this is the first new character we've had since um, the original film. Or not the original film, the, the first phase. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, a brand new character with a kind of entirely new kind of... Um, uh, uh, this plot line, like uh, uh, not in the fantasy way, but like the 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 um, the background of this character, you know, this Chinese fucking uh, um, um, fucking background and fucking uh, way of life and all that, it very very uh, much pushed on you throughout this film. I wasn't, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't thoroughly excited about this, but I was ready for the next phase to begin. And, and this is this for me is the start of the next phase because for the next phase to be successful you're going to need new new superheroes right i don't know where they're going with this i know it's a multiverse thing um but we need uh replacements we need replacements for captain america we need replacements for iron man uh we need replacements for black panther uh stuff like that needs to come up and be popular so i was pulling for this i wasn't necessarily looking forward to it but i was pulling for it so shang chi the master of unarmed weaponry based kung fu is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the ten rings organization 
Um, basically, Shang-Chi is uh, a boy that was raised as an assassin. Um, after his first job, he decided to leave and go live his own life in America, where he is just basically like a, a fucking valet. He just parks cars. He's a very normal, everyday dude. Um, but then his past comes back because his father, who uh, possesses these ten rings that gives him, that makes him a superhero, or supervillain, however you look at it, uh, wants him back, needs him back for uh, the discovery of something that I won't spoil here on the podcast. And, um, yeah, man, this is... Um, I'll just get right into my yeah. thoughts overall. This is way bigger... Than I could ever imagined it was. <clears throat> Did you guys story, feel like it at story all? Story and scope, and all sc- that, all that just in, in story. I, I mean, in story. It, I don't know. It's I don't want to say pay by numbers, but it's pretty good. I mean, they do a good job here with the father. I believe. I think he's a fantastic character in this movie. I think he's he he's a great. Um, uh, what were you saying earlier, Moreno? A heel. He's a great yeah, heel. Yeah, yeah. For this story, he's uh, his well, storyline. Understand him too, and it, it like he doesn't seem unreasonable. Yeah, which absolutely I really liked about him. Yeah. Too. His motivation is fucking. It's just true. Like it rings true, and it's great. And um, I, I really love that. But I'm saying I was surprised by how big of a scale this is at the end. I mean, I, again, I don't know what to spoil here. I don't know uh, what's been shown in trailers. I haven't seen them all, but. While this isn't like an end of the world type movie where New York's being attacked or fucking LA's being attacked, it takes place in this fucking forbidden fucking, uh, you know, fantastical fucking land that nobody knows even exists. It does have real world ramifications. And what happens in that fucking, that mythical land is huge. Like it's just, it's fucking humongous. It's bigger than some of the bigger name Marvel movies I've ever seen. Um, this it it was really really big, and I fucking really enjoyed it for that. I'm not a huge um, martial arts guy. Fight fucking like you know what I mean like really staged martial art fighting guys. Yeah. But I did enjoy uh, the fighting scenes in this. Like I thought they were fun. Um, I, I don't necessarily love fucking Aquafina, but she was okay in this. I thought they toned her down a little bit, mm. and I don't know, man. I just I ended up having fun with this. I felt really attached to it by the end, and I'm telling you right now, it's because of the dad. I think yeah, that character yeah. is the best character in the fucking movie. I, I uh, he was a highlight for me too. Just, yeah. just the character, the motivation. Like I said, he's his. His whole like pathos or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like, yeah. it's not unreasonable. Like you understand it. Yep. He's just not like a black and white villain. And the mm-hmm. actor, like I don't, I don't know the dude from. I haven't looked him up, so maybe I do know him from something. But like he was really good in it too. I mean, the camera like stays on his face for a lot for yeah. for a good portion of some dr- really good dramatic scenes, and like his whole face tells a whole story. You know, like you can really yep. fucking read it. Um, I, and I thought that was uh, fantastic. I I, um, I fucking love the Ten Rings. I just I love this as a device. I just I love yes. the way it's used. I love that they both used it differently, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there seems to be like one way to use it, but also depending on how like your own individual fighting style right, is, right, you right. can use that yeah. differently. The fighting scenes were fine. I, but like I, they weren't amazing. There's nothing mm-hmm. that really stood out 
for right. me, um, it, it didn't really set it apart than any other like martial arts film or any other action fighting scene, whatever. So that that part was fucking fine. Um, I mean, there'd be dragons though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that, that, that almost fucking stood up. I'm like, this. Is... There's oh yeah, there's oh, that's what took me away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh yeah. That um I think yeah that scene was pretty. I think fantastic. the bus scene is the best scene of the movie. The bus, the, the yeah. original bus scene. Like, I think it's a really well choreographed fight scene, and yeah, going down the way they film it all. I really like the score for this movie as well. I think mm-hmm. the score yeah. is fantastic, yep, yep, yep. man. I think mm-hmm. it's great. Um, I so it's interesting. Well, I was actually asking Alex this on the way back. I'm I'm interested to see like the fanboys what they think about. Uh, I guess it's not. It's in the. Is it in the trailer? The the, the villain's name because he's a very big Marvel villain. Oh, I I had no idea. Okay, so, so there's know? a huge. Yeah, I mean, I I had no idea that the huge tie-ins this had to another Marvel movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, because of uh, the certain character that shows up. Yeah, yeah. And and I, so I had no idea who was going to show up. I had no idea that tie-in whatsoever. Um, but I loved it. I loved that they they had those roots in there, let alone the other characters that show up. You have, yeah. and I'm not spoiling anything because Abomination's in the trailer. Wong. And, yeah. and Wong's in the trailer. So uh, to have those guys kind of ease you into it, but then to find out that this storyline is literally tied directly into a huge Mm. movie that already exists Mm. in the timeline, that's fucking, that's his bonus at this point. Because I think this is, I think this is a fantastic origin story. Like, it's absolutely fantastic. I don't know so much if I need another Shang-Chi uh, standalone movie because even at the end of this film, they like they they they're like, all right, here you go, you're in the MCU now, you can do this. So I'm okay with that because I thought this origin film is fucking is really really good. Like it it, it described this. This is two hours and fifteen fucking minutes. That's all they need. Let's get, let's get this guy into the fucking the main action now. Let's do it. I think he's great too. Simu Lu. I think he's, yeah. yeah, he he was really he's good. He's a star, man. Yeah. I think he's a star. I think, I think so too, yeah. I think he's going to be yeah, not just casting this Marvel shit but like yeah, other stuff. It's I like think. he didn't play it like overly goofy or like right. overly fun. Like mm-hmm. whatever way he chose in in that specific scene, like just, yeah. he just nailed and mm-hmm. it's fucking great. Man. Yeah, this I like I said, man. This is just this is just a really fucking solid origin movie. Like they really did a good job here because we know everybody else involved at this point, right? Eternals is coming up. I'm also looking very forward to that. Maybe talk about that in the full binge. Um, but this is surprising to me because like they spent so much time to build up this fucking character, and and I feel like what I'm saying is going to be true, like. There's no need for any more Shang-Chi movies. I think this guy is going to be in the mix right away in in the next fucking phase. And and, and that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how does it get bigger than this fucking storyline for him? Like, what else can you do for this guy? You know what I mean? Oh, somebody else wants to break the dark barrier. Okay, we got it. We got it. It was huge. We got it. Mm. Let's just fucking get him into the main action. This is a really good origin story. Like, one of the one of the fucking best in Marvel. I'm, I'm telling you right now. It was really good. Yeah, and not just a uh, origin story. Like there's like you, you let off the whole review with. There's a whole mm-hmm. fucking legend behind this thing. Yeah, you know, I mean that, it's that goes fucking back crazy. Thousands of years. I mean it's that's uh, fucking great, man. 
I, I'm confused about the timeline of it because of the after credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to spoil this whatsoever because of who shows up in the mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out when this takes place. And TJ and I fucking argued about it for about half an hour after we saw it. Maybe we could talk about this off air, but it just, it just doesn't make sense to me because this obviously takes place after um, the snap, the, the second snap when everybody comes back after Thanos, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who, like, I don't know how f- this is our argument. When does this take place according to the last Spider-Man movie? That's what we were kind of arguing about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the last Spider-Man movie took place immediately after Endgame. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure out where this takes place in that timeline. It just who shows up in that fucking mid credit scene confuses us a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah. The well, the guy's still rocking the <laughs> exactly yeah. is what I'm talking about because yeah. it doesn't make sense. But the fact that he's still in that and also human mm. that and in itself doesn't make sense to what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, might be a spoiler, but uh, probably a spoiler. I just don't know when that character has the thing. He has the thing because of the... Right. So, right. Okay. But Okay, okay. But we don't... I don't understand why he's not... He's not... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, yep. <laughs> this visual fucking... It's great. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything and no one knows what we're talking about. <laughs> These video calls are amazing. <laughs> Finally, understand each other. Yeah, see, kind of. I, I imagine you know what we're talking about. So I, I'm sure I'm going to get a text or or we'll get a voicemail next week that'll kind of maybe explain this for the the major MCU n- yeah. nerds. We are definitely not the two guys to have on for the MCU. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we were fucking debating about it for a while. Like we just didn't understand how when this took place. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is a great origin story. This was a great character. The fucking villain was phenomenal. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing. Seeing this guy in more Marvel movies, I think he's going to be fantastic, especially now that he has those uh, the superpowers. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be really fun to have him involved. This was this, I had a really good time with this man, really good time. I think I could have spent another hour in that mythical place, hmm. just like trying to understand like how it operates, what's right. like important to everybody, like what their whole. I mean, you kind of get like what their whole vibe is and like what. Yeah, yeah. And, and and like what's important to them, right, right? But with the amount of different, like, there's weapons that work differently. There's different the, creatures. The, the you know dragon I mean? scales, like, yeah. Like all the that fucking shit, man, it's yeah, fucking yeah. great. The fucking chicken pigs. What are those all about? <laughs> what are those, man? <laughs> Morris. Morris. Yeah, that's his name, right? Morris. Mm-hmm. Myrtle, like you, you. The movie that we're talking about, the disconnects to you had done a commentary for this not that long ago. I mean, really? you, you had done the. Well, didn't you do a commentary for that movie? Oh, uh, I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, you do. Um, I. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. this one, right? Mm-hmm. The oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. I was kind of like, when when there's this when when he brought up the name of the villain, I was yeah. kind of like, oh, I think that's this. And then the character shows up, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I had no idea. I was completely blown away that it is this tight into the universe. That's what I, and I think. That is a big deal for people right now because. While Black Widow came out and she's an established character, she's fucking dead. And this is a prequel and we get that. And then we got this new character and everyone's kind of like, all right, we got to start all over. But the tie-in to the original phase is so tight here. I think people are going to be surprised, pleasantly surprised, and fucking be drawn right into it. Well, one thing I really liked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the show, was that it established the blip. And the, the the after effects and how people like the, the, the fallout and people how people yeah. deal with it and how like it's, I mean in in Shang Chi you see like advertisements of like blip, uh, yeah. uh, like affiliated services and stuff like that. So right. I I like that because it it just it connects everything and makes it feel like we're still in one universe. Yes. Uh, and then the then that the, the secret character that shows up. Uh, you know when the when the dad is talking about it, I'm like, oh, oh, you know, I'm fucking Rick Dalton. I'm like, oh, oh, pointing at the TV. I'm like, no. Oh. And then uh, and then when that character shows up, I'm like, ah, no, it's and, fucking and then, like, so surprising. His whole, their whole, <laughs> their whole like explanation of everything of like why they are there to begin with is just fucking yeah. great too oh, because it, 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 it's not it's not so much like a slap in the face of everything that came before but right. it's like yeah that was kind of silly but like here i am now you know that right. kind of thing and he's and he ends up being a fucking hilarious character like he he's great for the to the end yeah. of the movie he's mm-hmm. fucking great yeah ah uh, fucking i had a good time with this man i had a really good time Makes me even more excited for the Eternals. Um, I was more excited for the Eternals, but yet I was kind of blown away by how much I like Shang Chi. So I don't know what to expect now. The up is down, and down is up. Um, so as for a rating, this is an easy. This is ah um, oh, fuck. I got to be careful. I don't want to go back and have to fucking show my ratings for all my Marvel movies. I'm gonna go. I'll go soft eight. I'll go soft eight for Shang Chi. It was a good time. I'll go. Um, I'll go hard eight. I really liked it. Nice. I was. Nice. I was. I was into it. I was uh, engaged the entire time. And like I said, I, I. I just love the. I love that dad is just kind of like the oh, the, the center phenomenal. and like the nexus of these two characters. You know, his kids and um, like his motivations for everything is just totally palpable, man. Like I, yeah. I just really, really fucking dug it. Really dug it. Yep. Well, you guys, you guys definitely like this movie more than I did. <laughs> no, it's it is not a bad movie at all. I I, I really enjoyed it, and I love I I think I honestly love the first act of this movie. I think it's once he gets to the compound where it starts to it loses me just a little bit, but I still I I love Simu. I love the like I said the fight choreography, the, the score for this movie. I just think the battle and stuff goes on a little long, and a lot of the comedy falls a little bit flat for me. Of course, it's gonna happen though. Aquafina mm-hmm. stuff doesn't quite hit all the time. Right, right, yeah. I get. 
get that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I still really, I, I, I really did enjoy this movie though, um, for what it was. And I'm gonna give this a seven on ten, uh, right. for sure. Yeah, yeah. You guys liked it a little more, but I still no complaints. It's it's a completely fine Marvel movie. Um, I don't know if I'd put this in the upper tier of Marvel for me. I think it's more mid tier Marvel. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see where they go with it, and I think. Yeah, him in the future. Uh, that's what I was interested to see. The villain in this movie, because of what we're talking about, we're so spoilery talky, but uh, he's such a big deal in the, in, like, in the Marvel Universe, I know, because right. he's, he's one of Iron Man's main villains and all this stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, they kind of just, uh, two, two different movies now, they're kind of just like, uh, all right. So, I don't know. I, I, yeah, but he, him as a character and actor, fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Seven out of ten. And this, it's, making, it's making all the money. It's making all the money this weekend, which is a good sign too. It's a good so. sign for him. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, when you start talking about when you start talking about tears, um, I mean that tier it's getting bigger and bigger, right? Like um, uh, it is a mid tier movie for me too. And I, I, to be honest with you, I was coming in with a seven, but I get too excited when Moreno likes a Marvel movie. I get really excited. <laughs> just fucking go, fuck it. I go balls it. Like I'm just like fuck it. It was fucking great, and it just boosted up for a fucking point. So whatever. Did have this in Look, I was going into the fucking review, ready to give this a, uh, a seven. Yeah, like, me too. That's what yeah, I'm saying. You talk, we you did it to much. ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you two, Joe Blow cocksuckers, talking to each other. Um, Don't forget. We had this annoying ass motherfucking kid next to us. Oh, geez. So we're sitting in the middle. I think. I mean, it was a. I'd say like half full auditorium, yeah. probably or close yeah, yeah, to yeah. it. But this kid, man, we're in the middle of the auditorium, and this kid and his family are like over here. And for some reason, he keeps get he got up four or five different times, yeah. and he would come our way and walk across us and instead start- of his family was like four seats. They were on the aisle. They were on the fucking aisle. Well, they all the way across. Like and I'm like, deep. I'm gonna kill this kid. I think I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna do it. That's what I said. Uh, I don't have fuck. those. I don't have a lot of public theater experiences anymore. <laughs> oh my god! I'm a spoiled cocksucker. Yeah, exactly. That, that was as a, you know what, Jack? Can you clip that and uh, <laughs> put that in the Cupka folder, the side scrolling platform? For- <laughs> I've lost just been a while. <laughs> I don't have experiences anymore. Yeah, but it was it was the worst. I'm like, God damn it! I looked over. There were feet to our left, but it was a little kid. So I'm like, All right, I can't yeah, be that bad. Yeah, yeah. I, the first thing I told Chad was like. This is why I go to like first Matt, yeah. showing in the morning. That's yeah. it. During Absolutely. during the week, during school day yeah. hours. Yeah, yep. the Fuck kids that. can't be annoying little shits. Fucking Fuck cunts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I dropped seventy bucks for you, Marino, this weekend. Seventy fucking dollars to go to the movies. Mm. That's fucked mm. up. Appreciate it. That's all you. That's all you. All right, fucking Shang Chi, Sean, Sean Chi, Sean, 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 Alright, coming up for our Patreon fucking subscribers, we have uh, the fall and TV, uh, sorry, the fall movie and TV preview. It's going to be fucking epic. It's going to be amazing. Um, It's going to be good. That's going to be coming up after the break. Uh, And and Pete's not here, uh, but we're still going to, we have his list, so we're going to give the people his... uh, Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I know you're saying <laughs> he, he actually read it off last night on the Patreon, and I'm like, these are all Apple TV Plus shows. <laughs> <laughs> he just listed like all the Apple TV shows. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> all right, 
Thanks for listening. We'll yes. uh, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, stay tuned for the full binge. Yes, yeah, stay tuned for the full binge. You'll hear all about it right here. Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash BingeMedia. BingeMedia patrons will get access to the full binge, the BingeCast's four-hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. BingeMedia patrons also get other perks, so check us out at patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to the BingeMedia Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.